for any sudden movement, to be braced for any possibility, but she was still caught off guard when the heap of rags scrambled onto its feet. A lanky young man in a torn green parka stared at her in panic. He wore a grimy thermal undershirt, with a hole the size of a silver dollar above his heart. His arms defensively clutched to his chest and a bulging old grocery sack. The wrinkled brown bag was stuffed full of sheets of paper. Uh, sorry, 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 he said. I was just sleeping. I won't hurt you. Don't be afraid. No offense. Not dangerous. Not dangerous at all. I'm not one of uh, those psychos. He said the last word a little too loudly. She took an abrupt step backward and bumped into her car. She tried to breathe evenly, to harden the features of her face. You, you have no business being here, she said, trying to keep her voice firm and steady. No, no business at all, he said quickly. Oh, I agree. I, I agree completely. No business. You're, you're right. You're very right. You're absolutely right. At first glance, she took the gangly derelict to be in his late teens. He had boyish cheeks and a gaping slash of a mouth. Not until she saw the lines around his bulging eyes did she realize that he might just as easily be approaching thirty. "'Sorry to disturb you,' he said. I "'I'm going. I'm harmless. But first let me give you this. D do you like poems? Uh, honestly, yes or no, poems. You, you do like poems, don't you?' He smiled disarmingly. I mean, everyone likes poems when it comes right down to it, but how about you? I, I mean, doesn't a beautiful poem get you right here? He pounded on his chest, then suddenly shoved a dirty piece of paper in her direction. She flinched away out of reach. No, no, go ahead. Take it. No, thank you. Now, stay away from me. It is just a poem. You can have it. I've got all the poems I need. But you, you don't have this poem. No, thank you. Don't come one step closer. You, you do like poems, don't you? He looked at her sadly as though possibly his worst fear might be true, that maybe she was one of those dangerous, psychotic people who didn't like poems. I, I mean, please, it, it's my poem. Most of it is perfectly clear, except for maybe the fine print down at the bottom. Really, I think you might like it. You'll understand it. Here. She reacted suddenly, instinctively. Taking a step backward away from the homeless man, she moved too quickly and tripped. The parking garage lurched sideways. The cement floor slipped out from under her and struck her from behind. She was suddenly horribly prone on the cold cement beside her car's front fender. Her legs splayed out in front of her, gasping in shock, sucking at air she couldn't quite drag into her lungs. The dirty young man crouched down beside the car, blocking her escape. He reached into his back pocket and produced a folded piece of paper and a pen. His back propped against a hubcap, the sheet of paper spread across his knees, he huddled over and began furiously printing out a lengthy, complicated communication. His teeth were clenched, his spine tensely hunched his eyes squinting with concentration, scowling at the wall as though trying to decipher words in the concrete. His thinking was interspersed with bouts of sudden scribbling. He glanced up and noticed her. I hope you're not hurt. You fell over so fast I couldn't catch you. He jotted down the last few words, sighed with relief, and looked up at her again. Don't be afraid of me, he said with a smile. 
you've got enough trouble being afraid of yourself. Veronica rose cautiously to her feet, considering how to get past him. I'm not afraid of you, she said with as much conviction as she could muster. Nothing to be afraid of, he said. Before she realized what he was doing, he took a step forward and gave her a light, brief touch on the hand, so gentle and unexpected that for a moment she actually forgot to jerk away from him. She didn't realize he'd given her the poem. It seemed to stick to her fingers, and a moment later it was crushed into the bottom of her overcoat pocket. Scooping up her fallen books and briefcase, she backed away from him. For "'Forgive yourself,' he called after her. Just, just live the best life you can. It's all you can do, he smiled. It's all I do. In her eagerness to get away from the homeless man as quickly as she could, Veronica...